Autograph inscriptions. How do you get the best ones? Which ones to avoid? And how to make sure your inscriptions turn out legible and just the way that you want it. Those are today's topics in episode 21 of the Power Sports Memorabilia Show. Again, for joining me, I am your host, Matt Powers of the Power Sports Memorabilia Show. Welcome to episode 21. Thank you for joining me. Wherever you are, please hit that subscribe button. I always appreciate you guys listening and all your feedback. Always have a good time uh, doing these for you guys. And if you get a chance, please visit the website, powersportsmemorabilia.com. So, uh, you know, I... (laughs) A couple of topics have been popping up through my head here, and one of them has been autograph inscriptions. And I just got some stuff back from an autograph signing in which the inscriptions weren't all that great. So it got me thinking, you know, which inscriptions are the best ones to get, which ones to avoid, and how to make sure the inscription turns out just the way that you want it to. So let's talk about, first off, what are autograph inscriptions? Okay, these are things that you pay in addition to what you're getting for with the autograph. Okay, so this is something extra that the athlete writes. For example, they will write uh, an MVP year or they will do a personalization. So, for example, to Matt. And, uh, again, these are something that you pay extra for. The athlete writes it out themselves. And very, very highly collectible. People love having these on there. For example, Patrick Mahomes just won the 2018 NFL MVP award. So having his autographed helmet with 18 MVP on there makes it highly collectible for the Chiefs fans because that is the first league MVP that the Chiefs have ever had. So it's actually a very, very cool collectible piece to have. So it got me thinking, let's figure out a best way to do these inscriptions and make sure that you get exactly what you want. So which ones are the best ones to get? Hall of Fame years are a great one to start off with. Uh, MVP years. Uh, for a pitcher, if they won a Cy Young Award, or if they were a Super Bowl champion, getting the year that they won and the uh, the inscription Super Bowl champion, there's a great one to get. Stats, stuff like that are what people really, really want as an inscription. You can get multiple inscriptions on items. I'm not a huge fan of doing stuff like that, mainly because you know I'm a reseller myself, but people that are looking for stuff for their collections uh, tend to get some stuff with uh, you know, multiple inscriptions on there. For example, if you're a Sandy Koufax fan, getting like a Sandy Koufax ball with all his MVPs and Cy Youngs and all that kind of stuff is no hitters on there. That stuff's really cool, very collectible, hard to get. So that's something that definitely is always increasing in value. Which uh, inscriptions do you want to avoid? So I would always try and not get an inscription that could potentially change. What does that mean? For example, Tom Brady has now won six Super Bowl uh, titles now. What about that person that got the five-time five-time Super Bowl champ inscription, okay, two years ago? Okay, that item is not worth nearly what it would have been if he had he not won another Super Bowl. So you don't want to get inscriptions that are going to change like that, okay? Personally, I try to avoid, obviously, personalizations. It'd be hard for me to sell something that says, to Matt. But a lot of people like to have those in their collection, but if you think you might you know, potentially be selling an item down the road, uh, you probably don't want to get that inscription, okay? I know a lot of people really like that. If you are going to get an inscription on something, try to be consistent with it. Get it on every item that you have in your collection. You know, to Matt, best wishes, stuff like that. 
So uh, now that we know which inscriptions to get and which ones to try to avoid, how do you make sure that your inscription turns out the best and most legible? Okay, so let's start off with what a actual inscription should look like and how best presents itself. So for those of you here on YouTube here, you can see I've got a Randy Moss signed football that he wrote straight cash homie on. Okay. These are super cool. Okay. Couple things that are going to, that make this inscription really, really work. Number one, you want to make sure that you give the athlete plenty of room to sign their name and also to write the inscription. Okay. Oftentimes, especially on jerseys, you're going to see they're trying to fit in multiple inscriptions on a small number. So let's say, for example, the player wore number one. Let's say it's Ozzy Smith, for example. And you've got to put three or four inscriptions on there. It's very, very hard to put all the information onto that one jersey number. What you can do is you can do a little trial run. Now, here's what I would suggest doing is take a picture of your jersey, print it out, and print it out as big as you can. And I would go ahead and just write the player's name on there, on the actual picture that you printed out. So write Ozzy Smith on there. And then write all the inscriptions that you want on that number. And then you can start to see, okay, all this is going to fit. Or, whoa, I got too much on here. It's not fitting. This isn't flowing well. Let me try something else. So that way you can kind of get a quick trial run on what your jersey might potentially look like. Uh, the second thing that you want to do is make sure that you're using a quality pen. Okay, the broad ones typically are just like it says. They're broader, they're thicker, so it's a lot harder to write. Now, if you're using it on a big surface, broad pens are just fine. But if you're using it on you know, a smaller surface like a helmet or potentially on a football, depending on what you're getting done, usually the fine tip ones work perfectly, okay? They aren't, it's going to be as thick, and it, it allows each letter to be as pronounced as possible. Uh, third thing you can do actually is when you go to the signing, make sure that you can mark your item with some, uh, blue painters tape will work fine. Something that you can be removed easily from the Jersey or the football or the helmet and clearly write out exactly what you want that inscription to say. Okay. So if you're doing uh, Randy Moss here, for example, and you want him to set right straight cash, homie, write that out exactly where you want it. Draw arrows to where you want him to draw uh, to write it. And another thing, too, is you can just simply ask the athlete if you're going to a you know a public autograph signing is, hey, could you please write this as clear as possible? It's a very important inscription to me, and I'd, I'd like to have it as nice as possible. You know, just be courteous about it, you know. And most athletes are going to be like, yeah, absolutely, no problem. And, and now that it's at the forefront of their mind, they're probably going to be like writing it really, really nice for you because you just said it right in front of them. So, um, and, you know, the last thing to think about, too, is remember – you as the customer are paying, in most cases, extra for this inscription. Okay, Some athletes, like the lower tier ones, will include like their Hall of Fame year free of charge. And I know Len Dawson does that. And Len talks about his inscriptions as like a badge of honor. So those should be things that you should want to write on an item. Unfortunately, a lot of athletes don't look at it that way. You know, inscriptions are part of the business. So guys like Randy Moss and, you know, Patrick Mahomes, which I will give you an example here. This one didn't turn out so good. So look at this one. It's supposed to say 18 MVP. It says 1-0 MVP, you know, 10 MVP. Now, granted, he probably was rushing through probably a few thousand autographs. But, you know, the autograph, I get it. You can kind of rush through that, you know, make it as simple as possible. That I don't have a big a pet peeve about. 
But the inscription, you got to take your time and write that. People are paying extra for that. So um, I just always remind people that, that, hey, listen, remember, you're the customer. You're paying extra for it. Now, sometimes, like, take, for example, Patrick Mahomes here. You know, you if you want him to write 18 NFL MVP and he only writes 18 MVP because the agent or him says, you know, hey, we're only writing that, that's fine. You know, be okay with that. But, hey, just be like, hey, could you just write it as clear as possible? That'd be cool. I'd appreciate it, you know, and always be courteous, too, about that. So uh, hopefully those are some good tips for you to help turn that inscription into the best-looking one and to get the best one possible for you. Um, but, hey, you guys got any questions on inscriptions and what to get, what not to get, or or how to make sure that they get, their, uh, get them done perfectly for you, hey, leave me a comment below, and I will do my best to get back to you. But that's it for Episode 21. Uh, episode 22 will be coming out next week. Uh, actually just filmed that one and that one is going to be on fire. Uh, we actually went out and visited a collector and talked to him a little bit about his business and his autograph collection and got some funny, funny plumbing stories. So good stuff. Be on the lookout for that one. So again, please hit that subscribe button wherever you guys are watching, listening. Always appreciate that. And please visit the website powers sports memorabilia.com. Thanks again, guys. Uh-huh.